Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hope you are all well, witches. On today's show, we are talking all about the witch tree. But our book review for today is Emily Wilde's Encyclopedia of Fairies, written by Heather Fawcett. This book was right up my street in many ways. Emily Wilde is a complete academic constantly has her nose in a book and is more concerned about those in the other world than anyone in this. We see her at the beginning of the book regularly putting people's noses out of joint as she is so socially inept but she's absolutely adorable. Here is the book's blurb. Emily Wilde is good at many things. She is the foremost expert on the study of fairies. She is a genius scholar and a meticulous researcher who is writing the world's first encyclopedia of fairy lore. But Emily Wilde is not good at people. So when she arrives in the hard scrabble village of Hravsnovik, Emily has no intention of befriending the gruff townsfolk, nor does she care to spend time with another new arrival, her dashing and insufferably handsome academic rival, Wendell Bumblebee. But as Emily gets closer to uncovering the secrets of the Hidden Ones, the most elusive of all fairies, she also finds herself on the trail of another mystery. Who is Wendell Bumblebee and what does he really want? To find the answer, she'll have to unlock the greatest mystery of all, her own heart. I loved this book for many reasons. It managed to intertwine stories and customs of the Fae into the storyline well. And the customs and behaviour of the hidden folk in this book were very much akin to that that I've come across in folklore. I fell in love with Poe, the tiny but slightly scary fae that Emily befriends, who keeps her fed with a sweet, fresh loaf of bread each day in return for furs and so on, whilst the locals treat Emily in accordance to how she initially treats them. Wendell Bumblebee is a fabulous character. I cannot say too much without giving him away. This book is light academia at its best. If you are a lover of fairy tales and the fae, this is the most beautiful book. 
Scenes set in the cottage that they dwell in are so cosy. Wendell's the most magical homemaker and it really does give you those cottage core feels throughout. Again, it's hard to say a lot without giving much away. Set in the depths of winter, we end up entering the fairy realm, meeting changelings, fairy kings and princes. I truly love this book. I bought a stunning hardback copy. The artwork is wonderful on the cover. It has like beautiful vines and mushrooms, really cottage corey. The book overall, though, is charming, enchanting and whimsical, as many of the reviews state. So in other news, I just wanted to give you a bit of an update regarding some of the writing that I do. So if you follow any of the other work that I do, I create zins, which are little witchy books that I sell through Etsy. The first ones, me and Rachel, the hedge witch who's been on the show, created together. But we are now going solo and working on our own writing projects for 2023, mainly because we both have so much writing we want to do, different directions that we want to go in, and different sides of the craft that we want to cover. So in light of this, I have a new Etsy shop called The White Witch Company. I'm literally starting from the beginning, from scratch. It is exciting, a little bit scary, but here you can still buy our first four zins. They reflect each of the Sabbaths, but they have tons and tons of other witchy content in them. And I'm currently working on the final one for the collection, Then I have two other books that I'll be releasing shortly thereafter that I've been working on in the background. One actually is on the Fae, as this is one of my favourite areas of the craft. So it's just a cheeky little ask. I wondered if you might follow my Etsy store. There's a link in the show notes. Perhaps take a little look, see if you like anything. I post these zins out all over the world for a very reasonable cost. They are priced at £8 each, the zins. They are full of mysticism, lots of unknown facts in relation to the craft around Sabbaths, deities and different aspects of the craft, along with kitchen witchery, herbs, trees and of course spells. My new one should be out end of February, beginning of March. I'm so passionate about this one, mainly because it's all my writing. I loved working with our Rach, but I think both of us are ready to stop holding each other's hands and go out there in the world after years of working on projects together like this. Join me after the break where we talk all about the witch tree. So today we're actually going to be looking at the Rowan tree, one of its names being the witch tree, but more on that later. Even in the depths of winter, Rowan trees bring magic. When covered in frost, their bark reflects both moon and stars so that they look star-dressed. They bring a touch of fairy to our world. 
The rowan tree goes by many names, its Latin name being Sorbusor cuparia. Other names are quickbane, mountain ash, sorb apple, louche, witchbane, delight of the eye, witchwigan, rodent quicken, rodent quicken rodent, roin tree, thor's helper, witty, wiccan tree, wild ash, Wiggy, Wiki, Witchen, and the Enchantress of the Woods. It's linked to the element of fire, the sun and Mercury, deities Brigid, Brigantia, and Thor, crystals Tourmaline and Peridot, and the Sabbath of Imbolc. Its magical properties are protection, divination, psychic power, inspiration, Blessings, control, dedication, insight, transformation, regeneration, to quicken new things to be born, attraction, clarity, success, fairy magic, knowledge and encouragement. Rowan is part of the Rose family or Rosakai and a cousin to the Hawthorne blackthorn, apple, cherry and pear tree, sometimes referred to as the European mountain ash, yet it is not an ash at all but shares similarities in its shape. The rowan can grow 30 to 40 feet, can live up to 200 years old and can grow anywhere, yet it prefers to grow at heights, so often found in the mountains. A small deciduous tree, it is sometimes referred to as the Lady of the Mountain. The rowan is sacred to the crone aspect of the goddess, associated with feminine protection, the fairy realms, psychic ability and our intuition. The rowan tree appears in Greek, Norse and Celtic myth. In Norse myth, Thor was said to be rescued in the underworld by the rowan tree. He found himself swept away by a rapid river until the rowan tree bent, enabling Thor to grab the tree and reach the shore safely. Vikings would craft rune staves into amulets cut from the rowan tree that they wore when they embarked on their invasion of Scotland to protect them from the evil eye and sorcery. In Greek mythology, the rowan tree is linked to the god's cupbearer, Hebe, who possessed a magical cup that was stolen by demons. An eagle was sent by the gods to retrieve the cup and a battle ensued with the demons, resulting in the eagle losing blood and feathers. From these, the rowan tree sprang with its leaves the shape of feathers and its berries symbolic of the blood that the eagle shed. In the British Isles, the rowan tree was planted in churchyards to deter evil spirits. Pallbearers would rest coffins under rowan trees en route to the graveyard. They were also planted around dwellings, near doors, gates and barns to prevent witchcraft and also evil spirits from entering. Rowan wood spikes were added to seed beds to keep witches away from the plants. Rowan was carried upon ships as a protection talisman against storms. 
Rowan wood is strong and was traditionally used in the craftsmanship of spinning wheels, spindles, cartwheels, boats, water mills, walking sticks and tool handles. The Celts believed the Rowan tree guarded the spirit realm and that it was a protection against magic and enchantment. The Druids used the Rowan branch in their rites to honour the goddess, Rowan wood in purification rites and for protection against sorcery and evil spirits. They would burn Rowan on funeral pyres as it held for them a symbolism for death and rebirth. It was also burnt upon the Beltane fires as one of the nine sacred woods. Druid ovates and seers would burn Rowan as incense to invoke spirits and within divination rites. Ancient bards considered Rowan as a tree that gave them inspiration, naming it the Tree of the Bards. Rowan holds the old Gaelic name Lush from the ancient Ogham script, a name that may have derived from Argelite on Loch Lomond. The word Rowan is also linked to the Norse and Sanskrit word rune, which in Norse means charm and in Sanskrit means the magician. It's argued the word Rowan is actually a Scottish word derived from the Gaelic word Rudha-un, meaning the red one. Druids believed the Rowan tree to be immune to lightning and that it held a tree spirit or dryad that was considered a guardian or keeper of secret truths. The name Rowan is even said to mean to whisper or a secret. Celtic mythology depicts it as a magical tree with red berries that were considered a food of the gods. The berries were symbolic of magical powers and the Celtic gods fiercely guarded them, with a green dragon being their guardian. Druids often planted rowan trees in their places of worship. You'll sometimes find them still growing close to stone circles or where ley lines cross. It was once believed that the powers of the rowan were essential to maintaining the health of the land. Druids would use the bark and berries of the tree to dye the garments they wore in rituals. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The bark has also been used in tanning processes, in Irish mythology, the rowan berry was used to heal the wounded, 
Each berry that was eaten was said to add a year to a man's life. In the Scottish Highlands, it was taboo to use any part of the Roman tree bar the berries, except for when making a threshing tool called buetion. There's nowhere on the internet that tells me how to pronounce that, but we're going to go with that. This was a tool used for grain, meant for rituals and celebrations. Rowan was the clan badge for the McLaughlins and Malcolms in Scotland. The red of the berries is said to inspire the red colour of the tartan plaids. Red was also viewed as the best colour for protection against magic, further adding to the Rowan tree berry's protective quality. Twigs of the Rowan tree were used by Christians in times past to construct small equal armed crosses that would be stitched in red thread into the lining of coats or carried as a protective charm across the country from Scotland to Cornwall. Rowan sprigs were often carried to ward off witchcraft, tied with red thread and affixed upon dwellings and barn doors to ensure all inhabitants and livestock were protected from the enchantment of witches, sorcery, the evil eye and baneful magic. They would speak the charm, rowan wood and red thread will put witches to their speed. A more recent name given to the rowan tree was witch tree, And this is said to be due to when you split a rowan berry in half, a small pentagram can be seen. Here is some spell work that you may wish to do using rowan. A rowan tree growing close to a stone circle is said to hold serious power when any of its berries, leaves or flowers are added to spells. Dried rowan berries and leaves used as incense are said to increase psychic powers. Rowan trees on your property are said to bring you fairy blessings and protection. At midnight when the moon is dark, place a white pillar candle in the centre of your altar. Surround it with rowan leaves and berries. Burn dried rowan incense. Light the candle. Prop up a black scrying mirror or a glass and focus your intention on the mirror. Breathe slowly and deeply and note any and all thoughts and images that drift into your mind. Carrying a walking stick made from Rowan is said to help you receive spiritual enlightenment upon your journey and ensure you are protected from the spirits of the woods. And Rowan has been used to divine precious metals, akin to how hazel has been used to divine water. You may even wish to use Rowan wood for your athame. The Rowan tree calls to you when you need to feel more freedom and inspiration in your day to day, asking you to consider what will make me feel inspired. It's an ancient symbol of protection and transformation, symbolic of higher consciousness and inner awakenings. Rowan Tree sends you a message of encouragement in relation to personal growth, increasing your inner vision, living life full of much magic and tapping into your own inner guidance. 
It asks you to remain true to your spirituality, to stay grounded even in times of doubt, which will ultimately ensure you remain protected from that which will bring you emotional, physical or spiritual harm. The Celtic festival of Imbolc falls within the Rowan tree month, Rowan being the second moon of the Celtic year of 13 moons and runs from January 21st to February 17th. Imbolc, of course, is the festival that falls in this time associated with the goddess Brigid, daughter of the Dagda, one of the Tuatha de Nan, who brought four magical treasures to Ireland. The Rowan's connection with Brigid links it with the fires of inspiration and with the rebirth of the spirit which comes at Imbolc. Bridget is said to have had arrows made of rowan wood, which would burst into flames when she fired them. This is most probably a reference to the psychic qualities said to be gained by imbibing the juice of rowan berries. But here is a cautionary note to be careful as it's said that they are poisonous to children. Groves of rowans were grown and tended as shrines of oracular practices In other words, they were places where people went if they wished to see more clearly into the future. The rowan tree berries appear in the autumn and are thoroughly enjoyed by little birds. In May, the rowan blooms into white clusters of creamy little flowers. It's considered a fairy tree and tree of the goddess due to its white flowers, along with hawthorn. The Rowan Fairy is said to connect you with the other world, whilst keeping you firmly within this world. She will protect your home and property from any evil influence, all the while guiding you towards the mystical. Berries have long been used within alcoholic drinks. The Welsh used them to brew an ale, the Irish used them to flavour mead, and the Scots made a strong spirit from them. Rowan berry jelly, try saying that, it's quite a mouthful, is still made in Scotland and is traditionally used when eating game. I have a little story for you about rowan berry jelly. Once upon a time, I was studying very short term. I went back to college, English literature. As you can see, it's always been a love. And I worked part time in Waitrose or Waitrose, as many very posh people say, If you live in the UK, you know that this is a very aspirational supermarket. I, for one, have on my wish list that one day I would like to full-time shop at Waitrose. So there was a very posh man that came in and I was nonetheless quite an oiky teenager. And he came in and asked for some rowan berry jelly. And I do not eat game. I never grew up in a household that ate game. I am button oik. So I dragged this poor man, very posh poor man, not poor at all, he's very rich, but this poor older man, all the way around Waitrose until I found what I thought he was looking for. And that was a round trees jelly. And if you live in the UK, you will know that these are the people that make like fruit pastels, the most cheap and cheerful little sweets ever. So I handed this man a pink little 
brown trees jelly when in fact he wanted rowan berry jelly and to this day I get ribbed for that so much because it just shows what an oik I was anyway back to the rowan berries they can be used in pies jellies not round trees jelly or jam however the berry is quite bitter so it does need to ideally be mixed with sugar or sweet fruits Rowan berries provide vitamin A, C, carotene and pectin. It stimulates the immune system. So rowan berries have been used as a laxative, also weirdly to treat diarrhea. I mean, come on, like they're, I don't know, they're like, it's, it's like kind of doing the same thing, but one of them you don't want. Also for sore throats, inflamed tonsils. A decoction from the bark is made as an astringent, valued for many of its medicinal properties throughout the course of time, but also by witches who have used it to craft wands, increase their psychic powers, they've added it to spells of healing and protection. So I mentioned earlier the Celtic Zodiac. Rowan is the second moon of the Celtic year of 13 moons in the period January 21st to February 17th. Should you be born under this sign, you are said to be philosophical, a deep idealistic thinker, a visionary who possesses high principles, powerful, incredibly influential in an understated way, inventive, progressive, authentic, creative, you possess a humanitarian streak, and you are passionate about social change and individual rights, supposedly. They make great leaders and bosses as they are good listeners and have a calm demeanor that allows others to feel comfortable around them and enables them to transform situations. They prefer not to take on the responsibilities of others, have a tendency to promise more than they can often reasonably deliver. Often musically talented and are drawn to artists, musicians and composers who are very different. Able to think outside the box, which can be an issue as people often won't see where they are coming from. They have the appearance of always being calm, which also gives them an air of mystery. And it's not always evident what they are passionate about. Their sense of humour can sometimes be odd or even dark, with an inclination to laugh at serious issues. As parents, those of the Rowan zodiac sign are incredibly supportive and expect their children to grow into their own independence. They often have very successful marriages, provided they marry someone who thinks very similarly to them. They can struggle in relationships to be affectionate and romantic, often marry later in life as they are hesitant to lose their freedom, and they are compatible with the ivy and hawthorn Celtic zodiac signs. And I just want to give a shout out to my lovely friend, Sarah, for it is her birthday on the 9th of this month. So here are some words in dedication of the Rowan. Creation tree, protector and fairy friend. Rowan, I thank you for the endless gifts. Bless you for the healing power in your leaves and the virility and vision hidden in your fruit. You who balances intuition and logic, 
whose wood can make both staff and wand. Help me elegantly entwine these properties as I walk my path. Teach me to flourish in the highest mountains, to blaze brightly as I reach for the sun and to cast fear aside as I grow in the ways I most need. That is from Grove and Grotto. That's all I have for you today, witches. Thank you for joining me. On that note, I do really genuinely want to say thank you. It absolutely blows my mind that I'm sat here in my bedroom recording this podcast episode. And every month, there will be up to around like 25,000 listens to the podcast. And that is just crazy to me. In countries that I can never even fathom would listen to the podcast. So thank you, genuinely, from the bottom of my heart. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much to all the wonderful witches that are signed up on Patreon. You are literally supporting my life, honestly. You are helping me make this shit happen. So thank you. I'm truly, truly grateful, like three and a bit years into doing this. And I get so much imposter syndrome sometimes. I can't believe this is what I'm doing And I just want to say thank you because without any of you lovely witches, it wouldn't be happening. So I'm going to shut up now and go. I'll put everything in the show notes that you need. And I'm sending you so much witchy love. Catch up with you soon, witches. Bye.